This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist, John J.P. Parker, are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello and welcome to another episode of Build a Better Us podcast. I'm your host, John Parker. And per usual, I have a man with me, the director of Build a Better Us, BJ Thompson. What hey. up? What what's, up? What's what up, sir? You ready for this, man? I'm excited. I'm excited huh. to be here. I mean, it's you know, it's it's a good time to be alive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We get motivation from all these different places, yeah. all these different sources. Yeah, we want to make sure the people get this motivation too. Give them this work a little bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying. So, if this is your first time tuning in, the Build a Better Us podcast is just a podcast that's dedicated to building a better you. Absolutely, we so trying to help y'all win every day, every day, all day, every day, all day. Yes, long. sir. Um, we just want to have people understand. From a faith perspective, from a relationship perspective, from a just personal development perspective, how to win in life and how to be the best person they possibly can. Because if you're not good, you can't be good for other people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about personal confidence. Is your personal confidence low? Is it high? Are you feeling yourself? You're not feeling yourself? And why not? Why, as they say in France. Yeah, I think this is an interesting conversation because, you know, oftentimes when we talk about confidence, people assume confidence is arrogance. Mm. And I actually think that's unhelpful to the conversation because right. confidence is something that you really need to be um you need to be able to bring into varying situations. Mm-hmm. And so when you think of it as arrogance, you actually demonize something that's really good for mm-hmm. you. So Come on, yeah. man. Get out of here with that, man. Cats out here hating, man. I'm trying to be <laughs> a humble brag. I don't want no humble brag, man. I'm going to just talk about how great I am, you know what I'm saying, and why I'm winning in life. Now, I think that's an excellent point, man. We have a, I don't know if it's a religious jargon or whatever, but people bring in, like you said, they bring into that conversation whenever you get to talk about not necessarily promoting yourself or why you're good or why you're great, but just the confidence that's needed to succeed. We have too much low confidence out yeah. here. People stop short of their goals, stop short of their dreams, yeah. stop pursuing things because their confidence gets shot. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's just where it ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let me read the, the definition because I was looking through and just wanted to see what confident was. Mm-hmm. And confidence, according to the dictionary, mm-hmm. is a belief in oneself in one's powers and abilities and self-confidence and self-reliance and assurance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, you got so many people who look at confidence as a way of promoting themselves Mm -hmm. arrogantly Mm -hmm. that I think a lot of us miss out on the opportunity to be confident Mm -hmm. in the things that we're doing on a regular basis. And so, yeah, man. What are some times, man, that you've had of... Bruh, I got many, many. I think the the two biggest things that stand out for me, one was... 
think we were talking about middle school. I think this was probably seventh or eighth middle grade. Middle school is the worst. It's, it's the always worst, bro. it's always a story in middle school. Come on, man. And this was a bad one because it was like I was winning, man. So me and my homeboys went on this date to this uh, triple date called this place called uh, Malibu Grand Prix. I think they might have some up here or whatever. But you go karts, you play video games, ski ski ball, all kind of stuff. <laughs> um, and so. You know, I didn't have a growth spurt until I was probably 19. 25. Not right. You would, it felt like that, bro. I felt like I was still growing, but I was probably 19. Late puberty, didn't have a mustache until I was like 25, was short up until like college, right? That's crazy. And so we were um, on a date. Everything was going good. I like, And I usually don't have no game so because, you know, I had these opportunities. So whatever was happening at night was going well. We get to the end of the night. My homeboys are doing what they're doing with their girls. I got, you know, I got this girl. And she looks at me. She was like, man. You know, you you cool. Like, this is all right, man. I would date you, but you too short. No. <laughs> Straight up, bro. Like, like, and I, I didn't know some dudes to date taller chicks. I'm like, it's something about what I don't oh, have right now. No. Everything else is perfect. You feeling me right now. Everything is wonderful. The date is going well. Yeah. I'm all in my element. But yeah. you like, yeah, you just too short. It's too short. That hurt, bro. Gosh. That hurt, bro. Yeah. You still look hurt. Bro. I, bro, like I just, every day I think about that, We need man. to do a counseling session I'm saying, with I'm yeah. saying. My son is nine months. I'm stretching him out. I'm trying to be like, hey, you want to lift weights till you're 25 because I don't want you stunning your growth. You ain't going to have these problems, sir. You're a little light-skinned, so they might get on you about that, but you can throw these hands if you need like, to. Hey, why are you? Why are these kids' arms hanging out? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. a crazy story on confidence. So, yeah. you know, I've always struggled, especially early on with... You know, am I dressed appropriately? Mm. And, you know, I grew up in the city of Dallas. And so, man, there's a lot of fashion. I wouldn't yeah. say it's high fashion. It ain't New York, right? right? right, right it right. ain't New York, right, 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 right. but it's Southern fashion. <laughs> and um, I remember going to um, the, one of the water parks mm. one year. Man, I'm thinking I'm looking fresh. I've, you know, I really stewed over this outfit. Yeah. I ironed it, yeah. you know, multiple times, mm. starch and everything mm. else. And it starts to rain, mm. right? So I'm walking through this water park, and it's early in the morning, yeah, yeah. you know, because this is back in the day when you get dropped off all come on, day. Come on, come on. You know, if you're not old, old enough, <laughs> this is when you got dropped off all Be day. Back at six. Don't get in no trouble. And I mean, it is one o'clock. Yeah. It's raining, and I walk past a railroad track, mm. and I have on all white pants mm. and a red shirt, <laughs> and I slipped and <laughs> fell. <laughs> And I mean, from the bottom of my pants <laughs> all the way up to my shirt, yeah. I had railroad oil on me. <laughs> I didn't even know they had oil. Oh, I didn't even know there was I had oil no on the idea. <laughs> I had no idea there was oil there, man. Who puts oil on the railroad? That's like what I said. I literally said the same thing. Who puts oil on the railroad tracks? So I am walking around for the remainder of the day. Drench. I mean, my confidence was on low. And man, I can't tell you how embarrassed, yeah. how sad. Yeah. Man, I just went ahead and went on the water rides for the rest of the day, <laughs> bro. It, I was bro. like, you know what? Forget yeah, it. Yeah. I'm already disgusting. Yeah. I might as well be soaking wet yeah. and looking like a wet puppy. <laughs> and feel good. At yeah, yeah. At least feel good. Right. Yeah, at least feel good. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's yeah. wild, bro. I think it's funny, like, psychologically like these little things stick with you on some level maybe some are a little lighter than others or whatever but i think for me and i didn't want to cut you off i think we we're about to no. jump to the next thing but i one thing that stuck with me so the the next serious relationship i tried to be in stemming from this situation my are you too short so you got to overcompensate you got to do something to figure out how to be better the next girl i tried to date it was 15 
you know, and I try to tell, tell people all the time, once your son experiences that first heartbreak, you have to be careful because yeah. there's two ways you can go. He'll continue to be a simp or he'll become a hoe. It's, <laughs> it's usually no middle ground once that first heartbreak happens, depending how old you are. But it's either like, yo, they're going to be stuck in that place and forever be simpy. Yeah. Or they're going to be like, man, I'll never experience this again in life, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. 15 years old, chasing this girl. She was Belizean, you know, some kind of exotic situation. Belizean. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, dark skin or whatever, like bad, long hair, curly hair, da-da-da, 15. This is, this is it, right? I've, I've struck gold. Finally... All right, I'm 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 bringing her candy, bringing her like teddy bears, like stealing stuffed animals that I gave to my mom at some point in life because I was like I ain't got no money, but I, I stuffed girls like stuffed animals, right? Stealing candy, bringing it to her. There was an arboretum next to us. I would jack roses, like cut roses off and bring them to her, whatever. One day I get a letter saying, "Yo, you're smothering me. This ain't working out for me." Whoa! And I was like, "Smothering you? Whoa! I'll be." Is this real? Whoa. I'm smothering you. Whoa! Tell you that my heart turned black immediately. And from that day forth, I was determined to never, ever, ever, ever let a girl ever make me feel like that wow. and or have the power over me to where if she said something like that, it would mean something to me. Mm. And that set a terrible trajectory for me. Um, for, And it really boiled down to low confidence, but overcompensating for my low confidence. You know wow. what I'm saying? And wow. having the mindset, it's better to overcompensate than to undercompensate. Or Absolutely. To, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. That's a that's the thing. Yeah, no, I, I think the point, <clears throat> I mean, really, we have moments in our lives that really will set the trajectory yeah. for our confidence. Yeah. And I, I think that the most challenging thing is it happens unconsciously. Mm-hmm. It just happened. Yeah. You know, yeah. your relationship with this young woman mm-hmm. created in you a sense of self-doubt and mm-hmm. insecurity and fear and a need to create immediacy yeah. and control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it led to more callous relationships yeah. as a result. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I think just kind of moving into the next section, I think oftentimes... We all have things that have happened to us that have caused to create either insecurity, fear, anger, or disappointment that have decreased the amount of confidence that we bring into situations. Man, talk to us about that. What are some some things that you've seen? I know you work with clients and just working through that. What are some things you've seen in terms of confidence and the struggles there and like how do people begin to even navigate this space of like, this is who I am and I don't want to be honest, but I'm... I'm lacking confidence. Yeah. Yeah. What I try to I try to walk through because again, you know, in my in the my therapeutic world, I, I come from a, a framework of family of origin stuff. Mm-hmm. So attachment theory and then a um emotionally focused therapy or whatever. And so for me some deep words, go ahead. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I I gotta sound like I'm important. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I can't look important, I can sound important since it's a podcast, right? Um so I think one of the things is I try to take them back to where Confidence was broken or developed or gained or not, you know, whatever that looked like. And mm. usually it happens in your family origin. Mm. Um, what mom did, what dad did, what grandma did, what grandpa did, what, aunt, what whoever was in your immediate nuclear family, how they either built you up or broke you down. Uh, for example, I have a guy who was making terrible decisions with females, getting to these relationships where he was getting bullied by women all the time. They were taking advantage of him, getting money from him, you know, and, and, and just making it seem like, you know, uh, he was at fault for them not progressing in life you know mm. for, you know just whatever they could use as fuel to keep him in this position where all right well let me just keep giving you this or doing this for you and i said well man how were you built up in your family of origin wow. how did your parents build you up how wow. did your mom build you up wow. were you able to make your own decisions were did you, were your parents confident in you that hey i can let you know we'll just call him john i can let john do this because i know he's able to do this on his own he was wow. like no man my parents were controlling 
they were manipulative. When I didn't do, when I was making decisions that my parents didn't like, they would say stuff like, well, I guess I got to, you know, give my inheritance to somebody else. Or, you know, I guess since Whoa. you're, you know, going to do your own thing. Let wait, me- wait, people get inheritance? Right, right. That's the first thing. I was like, hey, well, if that's the case, you should have did what you needed to do, bro. When they did, then you can act a fool. But right now, you better get in line, bro. What career they want you to go? You need to do what? Engineer, you say. You better get on that trigonometry. I'm going to change majors today. <laughs> today, inheritance. I'm going to the advisor's office today. Yeah. Uh, my parents spoke of inheritance. I need yeah. to uh, switch things up. Yeah, so in that situation, I was able to trace back that he wasn't allowed to make the decisions and to develop in such a way to where when he became an adult and he had another woman that was like his mom or like his father, he wasn't able to break away from that and distinguish between healthy relationships and unhealthy relationships. And so I think for many people, it starts... In the in their homes, you yeah, know? and so you have to figure out. Okay, now that we've identified the source, how do we work through that? How do yeah. we push past that? That's such a great point because I think we we discredit like our mm-hmm. upbringing. We yeah, discredit yeah. the things that have happened because yeah. we don't want to villainize and demonize yeah. our families, yeah. right? Like I love my mom, yeah. and I love you know my father, and I mm-hmm. love our relationship. But there's some things that happened in my formation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whether it's it's just intuitive to who I am mm-hmm. or it's just, man, it was just that's how the situations happen. Yeah. So I think it's very challenging to do that. I think what I find with clients is that people are fearful to admit mm-hmm. that, you know, some of those things that happened growing up mm-hmm. played the impact that they are yeah. now in their lives. And so, yeah. you know, when you start talking about confidence mm-hmm. and being confident, you know, I think part of the the issue of confidence, people have a lot of dreams. Mm-hmm. Hear people say all the time, man, I really want to do this and I really want to do that. And I've always thought about being this. Yeah. And I ask, why is it that you don't do it? Mm-hmm. And what I realized for a lot of people is that they've grown accustomed to a level of dissatisfaction and failure. Mm-hmm. Because dissatisfaction and failure, at least it's predictable. Right. At least yeah. you know yeah. it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, I know I do this and it gets here. Mm-hmm. And you you begin to condition your mind in such a way that that failure actually becomes a part of your narrative. And so you get low confidence, not because you necessarily want low confidence. You get low confidence because the patterns and the routines and even your expectation for certain things is consistently like, Man, even though I tried, this yeah. will never really work itself out, mm-hmm. you know? And so I may as well just settle for the disappointment that I'm accustomed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least not let me lose that. Right, so, right. Yeah. People yeah. got to build in wins into their lives. I mean, what you're, what you're saying reminds me of the fact that, hey, when you have a track record of L's, mm. you don't expect W's. Wow. Right? You know what I mean? And so you begin to have a disposition of an L, Right. You don't think you can win, therefore you won't win, therefore there's no little engine that could in you. Uh, right? And if you're, again, again, I'm just harping on this parents and upbringing, if they don't build that little engine that could in you, you're not going to have it in you. It's the first sign of defeat, the first sign of failure, the first sign of things not going your way. You're throwing your hands up. You're quitting. You're pouting. Absolutely. You're storming up. You're taking your ball and you're going home. Absolutely. That's the that's L mentality, man. Yeah, I think a lot of us carry the L mentality. And I would even say people in the faith community I've seen mm-hmm. have that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when you start talking about practical wisdom. Yeah. They scoff at the idea that certain things have practical, mm. kind of like, you know, my myself philosophies, what I tell myself about myself, that I'm beautiful, mm-hmm. that I'm smart, um, that I am capable, that I am talented in certain areas. And I think what I found is that people who scoff at those things oftentimes have the deepest insecurities mm-hmm. about those areas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even as you're talking, I was thinking about 
One example that I, I can think of practically is just working out. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember being extremely out of shape, wanting to get fit, wanting to see, you know, change and transformation mm -hmm. in my body. Mm -hmm. And the first two weeks, I mean, if anybody's ever gone through the process of being excessively out of, out of shape mm -hmm. and going through starting to run and starting to lift weights... I mean, your body is sore, bro. I, I mean, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like muscles you never knew you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you can't pick up the pencil, your right. ad, you're right, catching right, right. cramps and Charlie horses and <laughs> falling out the bed late right. at night, right? right? right, right. And, and there are people who interpret that experience with so much pain mm -hmm. that as they imagine, and this is my next point, mm -hmm. as they imagine trying to do this for life, mm -hmm. The pain of the process overshadows the goals that they want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of the reason why we lack confidence is that when we start certain things, because we, can, we only have our imagination and our present reality, we end up quitting. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of people who start out in February who mm -hmm. want to work out. Get that summer body. That's baby. right, that yeah, summer yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're done by March 1st, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because, <laughs> because, again, their imagination mm -hmm. has caused them to believe that if I continue on down this path, mm -hmm. all I see is pain and not progress. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. This episode is brought to you in part by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership. At Bow, we believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So, whom do you influence? Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? No matter who or how many you influence, our free online resources will help equip you. Our videos, podcast episodes, and articles from experienced women leaders will encourage you and perfect your leadership skills. They offer wisdom for dealing with ministry pitfalls, current biblical issues, health for your own soul, and insights for shepherding others well. In addition, BOW offers Bible studies designed to connect women of multiple generations. They provide a challenge to both women new to the Bible and those wanting to dig deeper. Be our guest and browse all of our free resources and low-cost Bible studies at beyondordinarywomen.org. What you think? No, I mean, that's... that's I won't disagree with you, sir. Okay, when, when thank you're right, you so you're right. You thank you so much. Yeah, you got thank that. you so much. Yeah, I mean, it's because of, and part of it may be millennial culture, different things. You know, you know, it just depends on the person and how old they are or whatever, but or, and what they believe and what they buy into. But that's the end. If you can't see the end result or if you don't have the wherewithal to push through it, mm. if you're ready for this popcorn, through 30 seconds and it's ready, like you're, you're again, you're living in that ill mentality. Like you're not even giving yourself wow. that time. And going through the process is a, is a part of the, 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 the learning you know what I mean? People know, I see people all the time that don't want to, uh, oh, that breakup was so terrible. I never want to be in a relationship again. I say, you sound stupid. Like, that's part of the process. You need to learn from your mistakes or their mistakes or Good. whatever. Do something different. Reorient things. But you can't avoid relationships for the sake of avoiding that pain. If you want to get swole, you got to lift weights. You can't, you got to be sore to some extent, right? I have this method like I ease my way into when I get my summer body, right? It's like, all right, I'm going to start off light and then get heavy, which works for me. But some people just go in and that's okay too. You know what I'm saying? But I, you can't avoid the inevitable. At some point in time, you got to go up in weights, wow. right? Sometimes you got to lift heavier things. At some point in time, you got to go beyond and push yourself beyond. Whether you ease yourself into it or whether you jump in head first, be wise in what your body can take. But you can't avoid living for the sake of avoiding pain. Yeah, but Come people on. do it all the time. All though. the time. They do it all the time. And I would say this. 
they even project their fears onto other people. Oh, absolutely. Man, I cannot tell you how many times I've shared with someone I wanted to do something and I wanted to create something. And they, they talked me off the ledge. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, you shouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, you're not ready. And, and I just couldn't understand, like, mm-hmm. why are you cautioning me from doing this? Mm-hmm. What are you so afraid of? Mm-hmm. And what I realized was they were projecting their own fears yeah. into my dreams, yeah. into my passions. Mm-hmm. And so talking about confidence is this. Confidence starts with one, by being able to soberly assess the things that have shaped you, mm-hmm. both from childhood, mm-hmm. um, personality type, up into the present, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you could have just recently been through a difficult situation with your parents, with mm-hmm. your landlord, with a relationship, mm-hmm. and that's created a new version of yourself yeah. that's yeah. never existed yeah. before, right? Mm-hmm. And so, one, I think the first thing is being able to soberly journey through your life reflectively um, with this caveat, Without letting it discourage you, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes we look at things and we, we, we deal with so much pessimism that we're not able to see just soberly with an optimism about who we are. Mm-hmm. And so that reflective journey needs to look like, man, I'm just thinking about it. I'm not rendering judgment. I'm not trying to go to a place of depression. I'm literally just trying to assess so that as I come to a space where I need to be more confident or I want to pursue a certain passion, I can actually do it because I, I understand who I've become mm-hmm. along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that it goes to um, a therapeutic model we call narrative therapy. And basically, I think we may have talked about it before, but like, you can create your own narrative. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, you don't Talk to us about that. What do you mean you can create your own narrative? Whatever your life has been, whatever things have been for you up until this point that we're having a conversation about you creating your own narrative, you don't have to be that. You don't have to succumb to that. That doesn't have to be who you are forever. You can come to a point in life where you're like, you know what? Hey, people have given me who I am for too long. Huh. I am going to create from here on who I want to be and move in that direction. I don't have to be the, the you know, whatever words you want to fill in of what you've been. This is, this is your life. It's up to you. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Unless you live in some place where you're oppressed by the government, where uh, uh, things are like, you know, out of your control and you have no control whatsoever over your life and you just wake up every day and you go to the salt mines, you know, unless you're not, unless you're living in that type of situation. Yeah. But if you hear and you hear in our voice, probably you have an ability to hear a podcast, right? And you can make decisions for wow. your life and you can make moves. So you can, you can ascribe to whatever you want your vision for your yourself and for your life to be your narrative you're creating the narrative that you want if you were to sit back i tell people say all right listen sit back pretend like you're writing a script writing a book whatever you want it to be you're the narrator that's good how will you narrate your life that's good what is your what is your comic strip going to look like that's good what is your book chapter is going to be that's good and then move in that direction that's good so part of this journey what i'm hearing you saying is we have to stop settling amen so yeah. so i mean real realistically there has to be a place yeah. Where instead of me assuming, and I'll give you just one quick example, man. I'm, you know, in my mid twenties, mm-hmm. I notice, you know, man, I'm not, I'm really not reading a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And up until this point, it's not really been a big deal, but my life trajectory is demanding that I'm more informed about the world. And so, you know, I just leaned on the fact that why well, I ain't never did it, and you know, this seems silly to yeah, me. Yeah. And, and I realized one day, I said, man. I need to stop speaking into my life self-doubt. Mm-hmm. I need to start speaking into my life where I want to go mm-hmm. and then building the habits incrementally mm-hmm. around where what that needs to look like. Mm-hmm. And so 
I started out with just one book, mm-hmm. right? I think part of the issue with self-confidence mm-hmm. is we're trying to eat everything at the same time. Right, we're right. trying to build all things at one time mm-hmm. when really we need to just start with the first step mm-hmm. and one day at a time faithfulness. And so what I would encourage our listeners to and ourselves is that when you try to do all those things in your ultimate goal at one day, mm-hmm. that's why you're defeated. Yeah, yeah Like you yeah, stay defeated yeah. because it's that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. It works incrementally. It's mm-hmm. one day at a time. It's one book at a time. It's one exercise at a time. Getting in shape is one meal at a Come time. Yeah. And I think the more we can break those things down into incremental goals mm-hmm. on our everyday habitual changing things, now our ability to re-envision and, and reimagine becomes much more realistic than what it is. Yeah, and it's it's the idea. You're not gonna lift three plates on your first day. You can you can want to bench press three plates. I've seen people do it. No, no, no. I've seen somebody try to do it. <laughs> I, I I literally saw somebody who could not lift a certain amount of weight. Mm-hmm. See other people doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we talk a little bit about that? The <laughs> the, the Instagram era, yeah, the yeah, the yeah. Twitter era, yeah, yeah. where you see someone else doing something, yeah. and it causes you to feel. Can we talk a little bit yeah, about that? Like yeah. getting under the weight bench, you see yeah. somebody else lifting mm-hmm. what they look to be. Right. They seem to be yeah. lifting yeah. that yeah. much, yeah, 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 yeah. right? And then you get under and try to do the same thing. Dun, dun. How do we avoid that? How do we? Yeah, comparison is the thief of your life. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? When you like, it's funny because you might see somebody that looks like they out of shape, blah 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 blah. Then they do it, and like, oh, I can do that too. I'm, I think I'm swole. Like, no, like you don't see the muscles under that fat. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be don't be confused. Don't be fooled. Don't, be fooled. don't get it twisted. Don't be fooled. Do do this X whatever. You know what I'm saying? You don't just in here trying to maintain something. You know what I'm saying? So don't let comparison and fooling yourself into thinking that you can do what you've seen somebody else do, especially without preparation, especially without practice, especially without repetition, especially without whatever needs to happen. Good. You just jump into it, like yo, like people that think, oh, I, I almost. TVs, movies, they tell you if somebody's drowning, you let them drown because mm. they're going to pull you down, right? I got a homeboy from Oakland. You know, we, we was in the, uh, the Bahamas one time. Uh, you know what I'm saying? This dude's like, oh, yeah, I can snorkel. I, you know, I, I can swim. I've been swimming in the swimming pool. And I'm like, bro, like, all right, cool. I mean, I, I you know, <laughs> I've been in the ocean before, bro. And I've been in lakes and I've been in, you know what I'm saying? It's a whole different situation. It's a situation. very different it's, situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Each one of those things, yeah, you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So the, the dude's snorkeling, water gets in his pipe. He freaks out. They told us in the beginning, hey, when the water gets in your pipe, all you got to do is blow out. The water will come out. This dude freaks out. I'm like, where's my man at? I look under the water. My goggles, his eyes are as big as the, the goggles. I'm like, what's wrong with this fool? So I swim over there, and he start grabbing me and pushing down on me. I'm like, oh, nope. I know how this story ends. So I pushed off of him. <laughs> and then I got underneath his legs and kind of lifted him up so that he get above water. And I'm looking at this dude like, what was wrong with you, man? Oh, I think I was drowning. You think you was drowning? And then he goes through the process to tell me what happened. And I'm telling him, like, bro, one, we're in an ocean, not in a pool. Two, they gave you the instructions on what to do. Three, if you wasn't ready for this, bro, don't do it. So let's, let me make an important point here. Yeah. Follow the instructions. Come on. Follow the instructions, bro. This is all I'm saying. This is it. Follow the Come instructions. On, you know, one of the greatest um, misconceptions about growth mm-hmm. is that it's intuitive. <laughs> Fail. It's not. <laughs> Follow the instructions. Oh, man. You know, everything has a rhyme and a reason. Everything works a certain way. Relationships work a certain way. You cannot have situationships Mm -hmm. and expect (laughs) healthy relationships. Not at all, bro. Right? You cannot say you want to be a surgeon 
and avoid being a resident. Right, right. Like everything happens a rhyme and yeah, a reason. Yeah. Follow the instructions. And so what I would yeah. say to people listening is that there's an area of your life, one, find experts, mm-hmm. people who can help you. And then listen, incrementally mm-hmm. follow the instructions mm-hmm. so that you can gain personal confidence. Yeah. Confidence will wane yeah. when you're making it up on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hoping it's gonna work itself yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't read not one nobody's no, instructions. Right, 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 right. And now when it gets thick mm-hmm. and yeah. you get thick into the process, you realize, oh my God, I'm lost. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm defeated. Yeah. Right? But if you were just to labor through yeah. with the instructions mm-hmm. or instructor, yeah, 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 right, 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 yeah, they could guide you through like your man, yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of drowning with the eyes big as them goggles, right, <laughs> right. I can see that visual. Right. Right? It was a cartoon, dude. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is out. Yeah. <laughs> if he would have just listened to the instructor, yeah. he would have been just fine. Would have been fine, man. Yeah. Follow the rules, man. How do you do that, man? How do you help people? Follow through when that fear kicks in in the midst of instruction. I think it's a matter of what you build your foundation on, right? And so what I try to tell people all the time is SMART goals. It's an acronym, S-M-A-R-T, right? So SMART goals is specific. Is your goal specific? Do you say, hey, this is what will be accomplished at the end of this? Hmm. Not some vague, like, oh, yeah, I want to be whatever. Like, no, I will be a entertainment lawyer, practicing law, doing this, working here, blah, blah, blah. Is it very specific, Right. Is it measurable? Can you have a time frame where it's like, or even like, I know that I'm winning or I know my goals are being met when these things are accomplished, right? So when you set in that goal, you said this point A, this is point B, this is point C, this is point D. Is it achievable? Is it actually something you can do? Is it achievable? If this is not a bright idea, good. you know what I'm saying? If this is not something that you can do well. You know, is this not something that you know is not in your skill set? You want to be a surgeon, but you don't like biology. Well, then, brother, I, I can't help you. You know what I'm saying? Is it is it achievable? Is it results focused? Will you? Is there results that you can see? If I'm trying to lose weight, if I'm trying to gain muscle mass, if I'm trying to read a book, is there something in there that you can see the results happening? Like, oh, I've I've conquered this many chapters. I read this many pages. I've gained this much weight. I've lost as much weight. You got to have some something in there, right? Yeah. That shows uh, there's results. And then T, time bound. You got to have time frames in there, man. It can't be 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Like if that's the long goal, then what are the two-year increments? What are the six-month increments? What are the increments so that you can understand and see that, hey, I'm moving and I'm progressing and I'm making my way? Um, and, I, and I think that you have to understand there's a custom fit to everything. Like, yeah, talk to people, get wisdom, talk to the experts. But no, there may be some variations in things. Like me and my wife, when we first got married, we did um, Dave Ramsey's... Um, one of his books, I forget which one it is, but my wife, because she's an engineer, uh, wanted to go step, 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 step. But listen, there's some things that we can do and some things that we can't do, and we good. have to adjust them based on us. That's good. You know what I'm saying? And people That's don't good. make those adjustments. That's they don't good. know how to call all of those because they're so stuck in A plus B equals C that they don't know that, hey, sometimes you got to A1, A2, A3, and then That's plus good. B. You know what I mean? And so smart goals, custom fit these things so that they actually can be done by you. That's good, man. So confidence, and we can just start wrapping up. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's fear that's mm-hmm. your enemy. Yeah. It's yeah. insecure yeah. and ignorance that's yeah. your enemy. Yeah. And, it, and it plays against your confidence, your ability to be confident. Mm-hmm. You know, confidence is so important. Confidence will get you a job. Yeah. Confidence will help you um, allow you space for opportunities. Mm-hmm. Confidence will give you the ability to operate in clutch. Yeah. Um, some practical things just for confidence. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, people ask me this all the time. I, I remember when I first became a speaker. Uh, go to at BJ116 and you can uh, mm-hmm. book me. There you go. And build a better us.com. You, you better do it. Um, but I remember people being very nervous for me. Mm-hmm. They'd go, uh, you know, hope, hope your speaking event goes well. And, mm-hmm. and I just remember feeling a little nervous. Like, mm-hmm. should I be nervous too? Because right. you guys all feel nervous right. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And what I realized was that they were assuming that because they saw me in a certain light, mm-hmm. that I wasn't behind the scenes taking the necessary measures to be prepared for it. So I would say one practical thing for confidence is just private practice. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you doing this behind yeah. the scenes, yeah. right? Are you yeah. practicing the thing? I mean, you know, you think about a Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. who practices from day and night yeah. shooting that shot. Yeah. You see him in a 30-minute, one-hour, four-quarter game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's taking that shot a thousand times. A thousand times. Right? Yeah. You see a Floyd Mayweather yeah. throw a certain punch, and mm-hmm. he's he's done that millions of times, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think one of the things for confidence is you have to be able to put in the work behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah. You know, when I first, um, my major speaking engagements, I practiced at least... 80 plus hours mm-hmm. talking to a wall, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because I knew if I get up there yeah. and people don't smile mm-hmm. and they don't yeah. Yeah. give me applause, yeah. I need to be able to do this, yeah. right? But yeah, practice. So that, that's one practical thing I would yeah. say people do is yeah. practice the thing that you want to accomplish mm-hmm. so that when you do it in front of people in a small segment, mm-hmm. you can be confident. Yeah. What else? What are some other practical things you would encourage uh, listeners to do? One of the main things I say, look the part. You know what I mean? Like, I tell people all the time, if I'm, you know, I had a guy who was like, yo, I hate the way I look. And whenever my wife takes pictures and wants to post selfies, I make her delete them and look for the perfect picture. I'm like, yo, okay, go get your professional shoot. Make all your, you know, your 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 icons, your 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 avatars, make them look how you want them to look. And then have the swag about yourself to be like, oh, I like my haircut. I like my eyebrows. I like my this. I like my that. Cardi B said she fixed her teeth and it wasn't cheap. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever you got to do within reason. And it wasn't cheap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do what, do what you got to do within reason to make yourself feel better. Because if you wake up every day mad at yourself, like, I don't even want to look at myself. I'm disgusted. Again, if that's weight loss, if that's weight gain, whatever that looks like, you need to look the part. Because self-confidence comes from and it stems from what's inside of you. Not saying that your visual isn't inside of you, but it it changes. You know what I'm saying? It changes things. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like just making sure that you're comfortable with who you are. And again, it's your narrative. So if you don't like a certain thing, you can change it. Okay, put some hair color in. Do this, do that. I mean, there's dudes out here getting their hair plugs. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking at the Instagram. There's transformations, bro. You know what I'm saying? There's stuff that can happen. You know what I'm saying? There's right. a lot of stuff that can happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff that can happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if there's something that needs to happen, do what you got to do to make sure you look the part. And again, that that will fuel your self-esteem. That will fuel you in feeling better, being better, doing better. Yeah. I would think that another thing that I would encourage is when you hit a point of frustration with a particular area of your life, don't allow yourself to consistently settle for frustration. Yeah. Do something different, mm-hmm. right? Build a new habit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's part of the issue with confidence is that we hit certain places romantically and career-wise, and we just settle. Instead yeah. of saying, like, let me be, let this be the breaking point for me to say, mm-hmm. no, I want you to do something different. No, I'm going to change my habits. 
Uh, and I especially tell people this in certain communities because they don't believe in changing habits. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you need to go back to school. Yeah. Maybe you need yeah. to, you know, find you a personal trainer in a, in a weight room. Yeah. Maybe you need to hire a life coach mm-hmm. or a therapist right. at BJ116 <laughs> and yeah. hit him up, man, JP. Like maybe you need to do yeah. something drastically different than what you've always done. Yeah. No. To get results that you that you desperately want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean it's it's I think it's Dave Ramsey again. It says, you know, live the life now that no one else will, so you can live the life later that no one else can. Wow. You know what I mean? And so it's just a matter of what you want from life, man, and what you expect from things. Take us out, man. Just personal confidence. Oh, I got it. Um yeah. personal confidence, understanding that hey, stop the L mentality, have a good self philosophy, create the narrative that you want, understand that pain is a part of the process. Hmm. And if your pain overshadows your gains, you're doing it wrong. Wow. You know what I'm saying? One step at a time, take it day by day, create smart goals, follow instructions. Growth is not intuitive. Get some wisdom, sit down with some folks um, and understand that, you know, everybody's model is good to understand and see where they've come from and where they're going, but you got to have a custom fit. You got to make sure what you're doing fits you. Yeah. And it's not an excuse to be lazy or to settle for things, but it's more so making sure that you're encouraged to continue yeah. because we can be defeated in our mind if we have plans and things that are bigger than we can actually accomplish and do. All right. Well, thank you for listening. This is the Build a Better Us podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Like us on Facebook. Make sure you like Build a Better Us on Facebook. Let us know your thoughts. Give us some feedback. Email us, phone calls, text messages, DMs. Well, don't slide in my DM with some foolishness. Please, you don't. know, I don't. I don't have time for that. If you're gonna slide in the DM, it better be worth me checking that DM because if it's not, I put you on blast. I don't have a problem with screenshots. You know what I'm saying? I do not have a problem. You ain't finna ruin my marriage. So dumb. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea here for us, man, is like we're helping you become a better you. So that we can be a better us. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast. This episode was brought to you in part by The Compelled Podcast, which uses gripping, immersive storytelling to bring Christian testimonies to life. Listen to missionaries, addicts, martyrs, and more who have seen Jesus at work in unbelievable ways. Listen on your podcast app or compelledpodcast.com.